And we are live. Thanks for hanging out with us. I'm Kat Shear, and this is a special presentation from Clydesdale Media. Before we get started, I'd like to remind everyone about our sponsors. RX Smart Gear provides world-class jump ropes, grips, and other gear for us all. Use the discount—I get this wrong all the time. Use the discount code Clydesdale15 for 15% off your order at rxsmartgear.com. Mobility Movement is a program that teaches you how to increase your capacity to heal, reduce recovery time, and restore your nervous system to peak health. Everyone gets a seven-day trial, and after that, our followers get their first free month when they use the code ClydesdaleFreeMonth at mobilitymovement.com. That's mobilitymvmnt.com. And finally, C4 Energy, delivering the most effective, best-tasting, and highest-quality products. Get 20% off at checkout when you use the code Clydesdale uh, at c4energy.com. That's C, the number four, energy.com. And today on Meet the Athlete, we have Granite Games individual semifinalist, Carissa Stopp. Hi, Carissa. How are you? Hi, good. How are you doing? Good. Thanks for taking the time to chat with us. Um, I say individual Granite Games athlete because you've been to Granite Games a few times um, and specifically last year on a team. Yes. Yeah. Last year was last year was my first year. And we went, okay. oh, yeah. I know. I was realizing I was wearing the shirt. I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. So tell us a little bit about your experience with Granite Games and the CrossFit Games for that matter. Oh, yeah. Well, um, yeah, last year, first time going. Last year, we we went on a team and um, beginning of the year, we really weren't even planning on going on a team and it just kind of all worked out well. So went to ended up qualifying for Granite Games and it was it was a lot of fun, a lot of stress, though. And I remember last year it was like a heat wave. too. <laughs> yeah, very hot at Granite Games last year. Oh, yeah. So I'm hoping I'm like, you know, I want it just to be moderate temperature this time, not so hot. Um, but yeah, it was good. I remember, I feel like that was one of my first like bigger competitions and it was nice to be able to be on a team going into that too. And um, yeah, just a lot of kind of ups and downs. I felt like everything just moved so fast throughout the entire weekend. And then, um, and then we ended up qualifying for the games as a team. So that was exciting. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, and then games going into that, um, same thing, just a lot of ups and downs. And um, I'm excited to be going individually this year. Uh, it was a lot of fun on the team last year, but there's a lot of things I felt like that I was just not very good at. And I felt like my teammates, you know, had to make up, especially a lot of like gymnastics and skill movements like that. Those are definitely still just need more work on those. So I was happy this year. I'm like, okay, I'm getting better at stuff. I can go individually and I'm feel a little more confident going into it. So <laughs> that's great. Cause I think, I think most people, Feel the opposite right if they have a hole i think they feel like maybe they can hide on a team uh, you know and have those other team members maybe pick up the slack so to hear you say you know that you feel like you don't want to let the team down and now it's just kind of all on you is a little bit of a different um different perspective that's interesting to hear yeah was I, that did you did you know you were going to go team uh sorry did you know you were going to go individual this year because um, last year you qualified as an individual as well yeah um I think, yeah, yeah, I qualified individually last year. Um, and then I remember we were like, I know that last year it just kind of all lined up that the group of us that could go team were like, you know, we might not have this opportunity again. Um, we are sending another team again this year too. Um, oh, great. Okay. This weekend. But um, but at that point, we just didn't know if we'd like we'd be able to send another team. And, um, and I knew too, I was like, you know, I still just didn't have a ton of like competing experience. So I was like, well, you know, I think it'd be fun to go as a team and we are all like really good friends. So we're like, you know, let's just see what we can do as a team, especially since we placed like pretty high in the quarterfinals as a team. Yeah. 
um, as like opposed to individually. I was kind of just like kind of middle placement. So I was like, oh, okay, let's just see what we can do with that. And um, same thing, like, um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to go and, individually this year. And you were top top 10, your team, correct? Mm -hmm. Did you finish yeah. in 10th place? Yeah, we finished 10th at the games, which was exciting. <laughs> so last heat for most of the most of the weekend? Um, yeah, I think it was, we weren't the last heat the whole time. Just, I think, um, cause by the end of the week and we were just like, our goal was just to be top 10. And then when we made that, I was like, yay, we can go last heat, which was really fun. So it was, fun. yeah, yeah, it was super fun. And then this year, everyone was kind of like in different places of their life too. Like, um, um, so I kind of had the idea I wanted to go individually too, just cause you know, like I said, I've, I've want to see where I'm at with my skills and I mean, I remember last year there was like a legless rope climb workout for um, team and I like just didn't do any of them. Like we okay. just, I just couldn't, didn't do any because that's just such a big weakness skill for me. And then this year knowing that I have to do a legless rope climb workout, I'm like, okay, I'm like good. I'm glad that I'm being put in that situation so I can see that and see how I can do this. <laughs> yeah. But how has, how has training changed um, from last year, you know, post games to, to now, how has it evolved knowing that you wanted to go individual? Um, definitely. I feel like the off season, I did a lot of just kind of working on weaknesses and really just trying to dial in a lot of like um, upper body pulling strength and things like that. So I spent a lot of time on that. And then I actually started uh, me and uh, Mitchell Stevenson, who was on our team last year, he's going individually too. And we started kind of doing some mayhem programming just because um, I feel like I'm really bad at writing like CrossFit specific programming for myself. So okay. we kind of just like started going through that. And then, um, yeah, just kind of going from programming that we write ourselves to kind of a more like kind of structured thing just to see how that goes. Just because I like, realized that there was a lot of gaps in how I program for my own stuff just because like I don't mean to like buy certain things but like I feel like can't help it. yeah I can't help it and then when I started doing the mayhem stuff I'm like wow okay there's stuff I'm missing so this is probably good and so just kind of like I feel like just like an overall shift of just um just kind of being more focused this year and then yeah I'm just working on things because I feel like going as a team last year showed me a lot of weaknesses that I needed to work on and then um which I already kind of knew were weaknesses but I'm like okay like this is really a weakness. <laughs> <laughs> so do you not have a specific coach then? Um, well, Matt and Kaylee Lovely do the owners at our gym. They'll like, um, they don't write all our programming for us, but they'll definitely like they did um, help us make a mock competition um, a couple okay. weeks ago. And they'll give us like things to work on and like certain things to do. But then for just like overall day-to-day -day programming, um, either like, more in the off season, I do still like to kind of do my own stuff. And then, but when it gets closer to season, I've been just doing the mayhem stuff for day to day. And then sometimes, you know, and then we also do the, the everyday class programming at our gym. So then we'll like take things here and there if we need to adjust things um, based on what we've got for the day, but. Got it. Are you a, are you a full-time athlete right now? Uh, no, I have a, I have a job here at actually, I'm oh, taking a little break at work right now, but um, okay. I, um, I work at the Nooksack Indian Tribe, so I work oh. at, at their fitness program there. We are like a part of the prevention team, the drug and alcohol prevention team, and um, me and another a woman run the like fitness program. So, um, pretty much like I do get to work out a lot at my job, which is nice. <laughs> so I like work here, and then I also coach at our um, CrossFit. I love it too. So okay, 
So that's interesting. How did you get involved with sort of the indigenous people and in, and in, in giving them opportunities? I, you I don't know if you know this or not, but there's been some uh, some action around getting CrossFit level one seminars to some indigenous people. I know, um, I think in like the oh. Michigan area and in Arizona, we, uh, we've interviewed a few of those folks as well. Um, oh, yeah. So, oh yeah, I was just gonna say like, uh, um, Margaret, the woman I work with, she's she's my boss. She's actually like getting in kind of on, we actually were just making, she just designed, you know, like kind of the poster for doing that and is working with someone and they're, we're trying to get one going in this area too, like a level one for going into that. And then, um, but yeah, I got involved with the community because we actually have a really like big group of the people, the Nooksack tribal people that go to our CrossFit I Love It. And we have like kind of a partnership throughout that. And so I actually knew Maggie um, through the gym. And then I was working like at Whole Foods a few years ago. And then I was like, oh, this opportunity came along. And she's like, you know, I just need help with the fitness program. So I kind of got involved here. And it's pretty cool because we do have like, there is a big group um that goes to our gym and so i feel like we always have a good good partnership with them but it's just kind of fun which is it's yeah. really nice to be able to kind of work and they also know like my goals that i have too so like i can i got kind of go back and forth and train and it's nice i can bring stuff back and then bring it into fitness classes here so that's sure yeah, yeah that's a great opportunity um and, and great work that you're doing um your college career you were uh, a collegiate rower yes correct? yeah and you went back and coached a little bit uh, at your at your school for a hot minute, correct? Um, I didn't no? coach. I didn't coach. Um, I know I I graduated and then I had only rode for like three years. Then I ended okay. up coming back to get extra credits, and then I just rode my fourth year. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Um, yeah, and yeah. you're kind of a smart cookie too, huh? Oh, I guess. <laughs> got you. Got some presidential scholarships and 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 things like that. Accolades oh, yeah. through school. What's it like being sort of a high level athlete and, you know, keeping your grades up? I guess you're used to balancing things. Yeah, that was definitely. Um, yeah, I feel like that that doing that in college has definitely helped me now because I feel like that in college I was I'm just like always competitive. So I'm like, you know, I want as best grades if I, as I can get and then want to be the best I can be on the rowing team or whatever else I'm doing. So it was mostly just like I feel like a lot of like weekly planning, like the weekend, I'm like, okay, by this day, I have to have like this assignment done and this assignment done, this assignment that way I have like this time to train. Um, and so I feel like that just like weekly planning also just goes really well for now. So, yeah, <laughs> so I can make sure I put in everything throughout the week, but yeah. <laughs> definitely, definitely helps. So um, have you taken a look at some of the workouts that have come out from yes. Granny Games? Yeah, okay. so if I've only seen, I don't know, I keep checking because I only seen the handstand walking one, the reverse handstand Fran. Reverse Fran. So there's yeah. a, a fourth one that's come out. It's called uh, the Minnesota Mashup. And it's uh, wall balls at 14 pounds. It's GHD setups. It's a chipper. It's yeah. wall balls, GHDs. It's um, dumbbell, single dumbbell overhead squats at 50 pounds. And clean and jerks at dumbbells at 50 pounds, and then a couple other things that I'm missing. But um, those 50 pounds are a little scary for me when I when I look at that. When I think of an overhead squat, you know, with a dumbbell, um, I guess you haven't seen that workout yet, huh? No, I guess did it just come out? Oh, yeah, it did. Been, Here, I'll, let's pull it oh, up. Let's yeah, see if I can do this. I've been. Uh, um, looking like the whole morning, and I'm like, I and I was thinking, I'm like, I bet it's gonna come out during the. The interview. 
<laughs> oh yeah, there here it is. I found it on here. Should I flip it around? Here, let's see. I think I can share the screen. Oh, yeah. Can you guys see my screen? Uh, there's my screen. I want a window. Ba -ba -da -ba -ba. Let's see. Yeah, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> I know this, but we can read through it. So I'll read through it for you. So for time, 10 wall balls, 50 GHD sit-ups, 20 wall balls, 40 dumbbell single arm overhead squats, 30 wall balls, 30 ring muscle-ups, 40 wall balls, 200 double unders, 50 wall balls, and 10 dumbbell clean and jerks. Yikes. It's a lot. Yeah. Do you, do you, so you being, are you more of an endurance athlete or... You know, are you a Haley Adams or a Christine Kohlenbrander, would you say? I like the endurance ones. <laughs> okay. Okay. So a chipper like this doesn't scare you too much in terms of uh, the volume and the time domain. I definitely, yeah, I would prefer, always prefer a longer workout. That's something I've actually had to get better at this year is like going fast and sprinty. Um, although for this one, I don't like the 30 ring muscle ups. <laughs> yeah. When you said, when you said pulling strength, uh, you know, that's going to be the crux of the workout probably for you. But again... Um, you know, what are your expectations going into this weekend? This being um, your first, you know, individual semifinal. Um, uh, I'm not sure. I'm like, I definitely just have to see kind of what the programming is. I mean, I feel like I've gotten a lot better at stuff, but then at the same time, like, you know, things like ring muscle ups, legless rope climbs. I'm like, I feel like I can just do as good as I can do going into it. So I'm like trying not to go in with like too many expectations and then just, sure. yeah, yeah. Just kind of see where it goes. Cause especially things like, the things I'm not good at, I just know I just can't get pulled into something that I'm not ready for. I'd be like, today's the day I'm going to PR my 10 legless rope class. Right, right. <laughs> maybe, maybe, um, maybe not try to go too fast. <laughs> yeah. So how do you sort of prepare your mind for things like that? You know, competition day, you know that you're, there's going to be some things that you struggle with. Mm -hmm. um, how, do you, how do you sort of not let that sort of get you down and, and let you just sort of progress through the weekend? Um, well, I definitely know, like, if I don't, I can let it get to me and I can just be like, oh, you know, I'm just bad. It's like, just, you know, I'm bad. I shouldn't even be doing this. But so I think just like staying out of that mindset is like, like thinking about like where I used to be even like a year ago and being like, okay, like I can only compare myself to myself. And if I, I've, if I go into the weekend, like having all my other boxes ticked, like I've done as much work as I can. I'm on top of my nutrition. I'm doing the best I can with my recovery. I just go in knowing that like everything that I can control is good. Then I'm like, okay, whatever happens is just going to be what it is. And like, that's just where I am right now. And then I can, there's, and then also knowing that it's like this year is not like the last year that I could ever keep going, but like this oh, year, right. I, yeah. And I can see where I'm at this year. And then there's always going to be the next year. And then I just know where to keep building. So I think just knowing that I'm, controlling everything I can control and then mm -hmm. just going in knowing that I'm just going to bring the best I can bring. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk a little bit about um, what it takes to sort of have some grit to get through specifically this sport, but I'm going to talk about a couple things that you've done in the past and I want you to just tell us a little bit about them. So mm -hmm. you did a um, bodybuilding figure contest, right? takes yes. a lot of, lot of discipline. <laughs> what was that, what was that process like for you? Knowing that, you know, um, we like our carbs and we need our energy definitely. for working out. How different was that? It was really different. That was also like right after I graduated college. 
and I started working because my degree is in accounting and I started working at an accounting firm like right at the time that I started prepping and it was right during tax season so we were like working at like minimum 55 hours a week and um, I was like oh you know I'm gonna try this bodybuilding show and it was definitely a lot um, because I was like okay I need to like learn how to pose like needs and all this stuff and then the biggest thing too was like the cut and cutting all the calories and I really had no idea what I was doing so I didn't have a coach or anything so I kind of just like looked up stuff online I was like okay this is what I should be cutting to and it was definitely really hard <laughs> it was I did I think I cut for 14 not 14 four months I was gonna say weeks mm-hmm. not 14 months that's a long time <laughs> but um <laughs> I cut for four months and that was also like the four months of like the busiest in our tax season too and okay. just so we we're so busy at work I would just get up at my alarm was set for 2.50 every morning so I could get to like the anytime fitness and like train for like my two hours or whatever and then get to work really early and then try to get my day done that way I could come back and either like you know finish up more cardio and then just spend some time opposing practice and um yeah I remember for me it was just like just make it through each week like I'd be like Mm -hmm. okay just have to get through the week and then in the week I'd be like if I make it to like I'd have certain training days I looked forward to more I think like Thursday was like an easier day. It was like back day or something. And I was like, just make it to Thursday. And then after Thursday, I'm like, okay, just get through the weekends. Um, and the weekends were nice. Cause I'd have like a little refeed day on Sunday where I just ate, would eat like a little bit of extra carbs. So I'd be like, okay, I feel like just having like little things to be like, just, I don't think about the whole thing at one time. It's like, just make it to the end of this week. And then like halfway through, I'd be like, um, I forgot I had like certain just markers throughout the time and also some of them lined up with like work like okay this is when this this part of the tax season is done just like make it to this and then just make it to the next thing and then by the end it got super busy because we ended up having to like work more hours and then calories got cut more and the same time like um I feel like that if I I definitely want to do a show again, like just kind of taking a little more knowledge into it. Oh, you do? But like, okay. I, I was going to ask, is that something you'd be interested in doing again? <laughs> oh, yeah. Because I think the the first time I just like didn't really know. And then also just since it was my first one, I kind of just was like, just see how small I can get instead of actually just being like, you know. So and then by the end, I just remember just being like so weak. I could like barely walk up a set of stairs at our <laughs> office <laughs> and then just being like, this is really dumb. <laughs> <laughs> now, had you started CrossFit at that point in time? Mm-mm, no. No. Okay. Yeah. CrossFit actually, I I think um, CrossFit, I started it like later, like my show was in April and I started it like October of that year. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was going to ask you if you were willing, if, if it was something that you were interested in doing again. I know you've probably seen um, Camille LeBlanc Bazinet. Oh yeah. Through her, you know, transition and her doing the figure stuff. It's, it's interesting to watch. And I, and I get sort of how you have like total control over your body and the aesthetics and things like that. I just, I like to eat way too much to, yeah, it's a lot of discipline. Yeah. I I know that I would have to like, not be, you know, it'd have to be an off season of CrossFit or like just after CrossFit. Like I want to do it again. But I think like knowing a little more about nutrition now, I'm like, I feel like that I can, I've been able to slowly just get more knowledgeable about that. And if I can like get my maintenance calories up to a high amount where like a cut really wouldn't True. be that much, then yeah, good point. I feel like it could be okay. Yeah, <laughs> that's, a good, that's a great point. Yeah. You seem so sort of sweet and demure and 
you you definitely take on life with lots of challenges. I want to talk about the 24 hours of hero workouts that you did. Oh yeah. So. I've did a few 24 hours. <laughs> that was actually that was the second 24 hour workout. I did the first one I think was almost worse just because I did it at home alone during quarantine. And it was like I did sure. um <laughs> the first one I did it was like every 24 hours I did like the hundred a hundred eight count bodybuilders. I think it's like, I can't remember. It's like, you know, you go down push up, shoulder tap, shoulder tap, and then burpee and squat or something like mm, that. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. 100 of those. And then like either a mile run or like 10 minutes on a bike. And then by 12 hours of that one, like I couldn't push up anymore because my arms were like so swollen. So like I switched it to like 20 minutes of biking. Oh no, like 10 minutes of biking and then just max air squats for 10 minutes and then max it up for 10 minutes. And that one I think was really bad just because I was alone. And then by the end I was like, this is terrible. <laughs> are you are you an introvert? Would you say or an extrovert? I think I'm probably more of an introvert. I um, I mean, I definitely like like I have like, I definitely have my group of friends I really like to hang out with. But I also know that I really need to have time just like by myself too, <laughs> which to is recharge. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. So, but that I think that workout I definitely would have rather done with somebody. But in the second workout, the Tiro workouts for 24 hours, I did with one of my friends. And okay. We did that for how much food was consumed during that 24 hours? A lot of food. That's the oh, thing yeah. where I like to do these kind of things because I love eating. <laughs> but, <laughs> so if I do do another body building show, it probably will be in the future because I do love to do things where I'm like, wow, I'm working out for 24 hours. I can eat all the food. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's always a, a nice uh, a nice prize at the end. Uh, there was a local gym that uh, I used to work at that the owner and a couple of his friends did the 24 hours, uh, oh. the hero workouts, but they had people sign up for different segments. So we would go in, you know, and do a couple of them with them. And, you know, yeah. we do like a partner workout and they do the actual workout. But I remember the amounts of food that were shuffled in there was, was quite extraordinary. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was a lot of food, but we had, it was, it was um good, but by the t- middle of the night ones, just, I feel like, I feel like just getting through at the night and any sort of long, thing like that is the hard part some of the sun yeah. can feel good again but the night you're just like we were we did a partner when we did the 24-hour one we like partnered some of them mm-hmm. and there was one where we were like partnering I just remember it ended with back squats and so my friend Nate he like had finished his back squats and I just had my set left and we had like these mats like laid out where we could like take a nap if we need to and like I was doing my set he was like already sleeping <laughs> was, like, oh man finished yet. <laughs> yeah so this is um Nate Ryder right Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so he's done another little special challenge with you, where you guys uh, did a little, had a little hiking adventure that I read up on. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you hiked the Wonderland Trail. Yes, and that's a hundred mile. Well, it's like ninety three miles, but we took some wrong turns. So you had some detours along the way. Yeah, and you did a really nice write up um, that you can find on your Instagram uh, bio, a link to bio where you wrote up sort of the. Uh, recollection of the entire event, which was really cool. And it gave me a lot to, you know, hone in on when I was doing my research on you. Oh, yeah. um, but tell us a little bit about that experience and, and just, it, you know, the Cliff's Notes version, obviously, because I want people to go to your site, go to your link and read it. But um, like, what even made you want to do that? Um, well, that was another thing, like it was during quarantine and okay. there was the competitions going on. And I was like, oh, I want to do something kind of, and I've always been interested in like, and like ultra running and like those really long races and things like that. So I was like, you know, that'd be kind of, and the Wonderland Trail has always been on my bucket list. And I was like, okay. 
And so I had been talking to Nate and I was like, why don't we do like a challenge where we just see how fast we can hike the Wonderland Trail. And um, and then I had like done my, my research on it, which I should have done a little more. And I was yeah. like, oh, these two ultra runners did it in 40 hours. I'm like, he can do that. Let's set a 40 hour goal. Um, and just to ground everybody, like normally, if someone was hiking that, that would be like a multi-day, yeah, three, four-day kind of yeah, trip. You make like a weekly trip out of it. Days, yeah. You can make it. Okay. Yeah, you can do quite a bit. It's a very like really hard trail, and um, so I was like, I remember I like planned, and I thought I did such a good job planning, and I was like, and it was just gonna be us two. Like we didn't have anybody helping us or like dropping stuff for us, which probably would have been a good idea. But mm -hmm. um, you're like. And I was like, oh, this is great because it's a circle. So, like, even if we want to stop, we can't. We have to. <laughs> Just another dumb thing. <laughs> um, but so, yeah, that was definitely probably one of, like, the hardest things I've done because we started it. And it started off, like, because, like, going up to training, we were like, oh, you know, we work out a lot. Like, we're training CrossFit. And um, we started doing, like, eight to ten mile hikes on the weekends here and there. And we were like, okay, that's fine. Like, that should be good. You know, eight miles is the same as a hundred miles, right? Uh, exactly the same. Yeah. 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 Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. And so we started it. I remember like the first little bit, like the first six miles, I was like, wow, this is going so fast. <laughs> <laughs> Done in no time. I know. I was like, wow, this is great. And then um, we started hitting the really, really steep uphills and we were just not packed very well. Like we had way too heavy packs for what we were doing and we didn't really pack the right kind of food. And we are not like our feet and our ankles and just our legs just definitely weren't conditioned to be walking um, that long and um, with those heavy packs. So I remember we got we had like a checkpoint that I had put on my notes like we should be here at like 1 p.m. to be on time. And we got there mm -hmm. at like 5 or 6 p.m. And I was like, OK, I'm like, that's fine. And that was already day one, right? That was just day one. Yeah, that was just day one. We like started at 5 a.m. that morning and then like 5 p.m. we got to like a checkpoint. And I was like, and hadn't you already run out of water once? And yeah, then we ran yeah. out of water like the hottest part of the day. And then mm -hmm. we were just like, we had like a 10 mile stretch without water. And I was just like, this is terrible. This is the dumb. But then, <laughs> but then like that part we got to is like the highest point of the trail. And I was like, okay, so like that's the highest we'd hike. But then, you know, you go up and down like still the entire rest of the time. And then we start like we got into like the night and then we just started getting farther and farther behind. And it was just was like, we'd end up like hiking like a couple steps uphill and it got like so steep and we'd have to sit down and a couple mm. steps sit down. And then we started, you know, hallucinating from getting tired of going to the next day. And then the next night when, you know, we should have been done by that time. And then I started like feeling like there was like people with us. Like I thought that other friends of ours were with us. So I was like talking to them and having these conversations with people that weren't even there. And I was wow. like, trying to tell my friend about my shoes. And I was like, yeah, our, my shoes are working great. And she wasn't there, she was just imagining it. So we had a lot of hallucinations. Oh and um, I just remember like my feet would just like hurt like so bad. And then every time we sat down and then would stand back up because we we're just getting so exhausted, we'd have to keep sitting down. And every time we stand up, it would just be like a few steps of just such so bad. painful. And it was so bad. And then we were those like, we were this one part we were like about to quit and we were like you know we like have to get off this mountain like we there's no way we can like walk another step and then we realized there's really no <laughs> you don't have a choice right so how long did it how long did it end up taking you hours wise did you about that? 54 hours i think 
So okay, so still not, you know, not a really long time. You you guys still yeah. were huffing it. Oh yeah, we still were definitely yeah. moving, even though it was like so much pain by then. And then I hurt my hip, and then when I was injured for, I mean, even like now, I can like still like like I have to like pop it every time before I start mm -hmm. stuff. So I'm like, there's definitely like we just could have done it more smart. Like if we were gonna do yeah. something like that as fast as we could, we should have had like drops and at least somebody there to like have a checkpoint for us where we could like have food and have lighter packs and then also just hike more than eight to 10 miles at a time. So yeah. our feet were ready. And, and you gave but, you gave your family members quite a scare as well, right? Cause you were yeah. expected to be home at a certain time. And Ooh, yeah, that was such a problem. Cause we were like, yeah, 40 hours. And then um, my service like went out. Like I had texted my mom like, oh, you know, we're running a little behind. Like mm -hmm. the last time I had service and it just ran out for like the rest, like the whole rest of the time we we're going around the mountain. And then we were like looking at the time, like knowing that everyone was probably really getting nervous and I'd try to send texts and nothing would go through. And I remember when we finally finished the hike and started driving out, like as soon as we got to the point where there was like service, it was just like texts and calls, just like all came in. Oh, okay. And everyone was just like, where are you? Blah, blah, blah. And as we were like coming out of the park, there was park rangers that were like, oh, are you guys like, okay. We heard that you guys weren't back. Like they hadn't come looking for us because it still wasn't like that far. Yeah. Back, but yeah. So oh, what an adventure. So what's next on your bucket list? Um, well, hopefully at some point make it to the CrossFit Games. <laughs> that sounds like a good one. Yeah, that's definitely, um, uh, since I started CrossFit, I'm like, someday make it to the Games. But whether it's this year or not. but <laughs> well, it, it, sounds like, it sounds like you've gotten to a lot on your bucket list that most people haven't already. So if, if that's the way things are going, uh, you should probably get there in no time. Who is your, um, who's going to be your plus one, your coach's pass for this weekend or for um, next weekend? Actually, Carrie, Carrie Beamer. Well, Carrie. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, she's, yeah, she's um, competing on the team, and then she's going to come coach me. And oh, very nice. So, okay. yeah. So, you guys are all going to make the trip out there together then, I assume? Um, well, it'll just be me and Carrie for that, because everyone else is oh. at the MAC this week. Oh, Mitchell's at MAC. Got it. Yeah. Yeah, everyone okay. else got like placed at the MAC besides me, which, which is actually kind of <laughs> fine, because I like the extra week to prepare. But I was like, oh. There you go. There you go. Yeah, that that'll be okay. When are you heading out? Um, I'll leave Tuesday, so a week from today. Okay. Good. Well, it's been a blast getting to know you, and you've got some great stories. I uh, I encourage people to go check you out on Instagram. We'll uh, we'll leave your handle in the um, in the show notes down below. All right. And uh, best of luck to you. Uh, my co-host Scott is going to be at Granite Games, so be on the lookout for him. Um, right. He'll be wearing a Clydesdale Media shirt. And, uh, you know, best of luck to you. And we look forward to, you know, covering your career as long as it lasts. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, thanks for doing this. This is so much fun. I yeah. get so nervous though before this. I'm like, oh, no. oh you're fine. <laughs> it's going to be great. Thanks, Carissa. Have a great day. Oh, yeah, you too. Thank you.